welcome back to Listen Up with B. Rye, A.K. and E to the B. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is What's Going On, where we cover anything from news, media, outlets, or various social medias. And b do you have anything? Yeah, I actually have an international story for us, very uh, sad, and this is a very sensitive topic for various reasons. And I just want to start off and say that this is not an attack on Islam or anyone's religion. We are just going to state some facts. This is about human rights. And the story takes place in Iran. Unfortunately, there was a woman, 22-year-old, Masa Mimi. She was from Sakez, and she was going to Tehran to visit her. uncle with her brother well as soon as they stepped off the train (laughs) there's various stories to this some say that she was uh, targeted by the morality police and you know basically the morality police make sure that everyone is following the uh, rules when it regards to like dressing and how you carry yourself in public making sure that things are going by the Quran and Islamic law uh So as soon as she steps out of the bus station in Tehran, she was targeted by the um, morality police. And the different versions are she had on tight trousers or she had her uh, hijab on incorrectly. Well, they go over to her, start basically from what the story said, harassing her and her brother. They're not from uh, Tehran. And they were trying to explain to the morality police, like, we don't, you know, we didn't mean to offend. And we, you know, we're, we're not from here and they were apologizing and for some reason the morality police decided to arrest um massa and i don't know what happened with the brother or why he wasn't detained but they took her to a station and two days later she's in the hospital fighting for her life and unfortunately she passed um that Iran's government has said that she died of a heart attack, but people who were in the van with her said that she was being beaten and her family said she didn't have a history of any type of like heart issues. And uh, from the scans that they show, I read an article was saying that she died of like, she had a stroke and blunt force trauma. But as of right now, um, the people in Iran and all over the world, they're protesting. And some of the things that I've seen on social media that Iranian women are doing, they're actually cutting their hair off. Um, okay, so at least, at least her death is getting some type of outrage from the people. Because I just honestly see that as bullshit. Like, all, all, all this could have just been avoided if they were just stopped just say hey you need to fix this we have a problem with this dress code and they could have fixed it and they would have been on their way right right just a simple conversation about okay this is this is you know just a simple conversation about you know this is our our rules this is our laws you're not abiding to them just simple conversation simple you know hey can you adjust this that's it i mean it, it was overboard from what i was reading and i've also if you skim through tiktok talking you hear what people are saying they're saying that basically the um morality police have been out of control for a long time there's people who've said that they've been beaten some people have been raped some people have been killed like in this case and it's kind of crazy because it's like it's 2022 like
like no one should die because they don't have the proper attire on. Even if it is in Iran or Afghanistan or Saudi Arabia, like it doesn't warrant death. I mean, even if it is law, they should at least get warning first. Exactly. But even then, clothing should not be dictated whether you live or die. In right. my just humble opinion, because like I said, all of that could have been prevented with just saying one word. It takes me back personally to the Trayvon Martin case where, you know, he went out to buy the iced tea and the Skittles and because he had his hoodie on, you know, some George uh, Zickerman found him suspicious and ended up killing him over it, essentially. So it just reminds me of that. It's just so weird that it, it parallels because, I mean, all she was doing was getting off a train. And like you guys said, it could have been an easy, hey, you're not in uh, compliance with the dress code here. You need to fix this. And if we catch you again, you're going to be arrested. It could have been something like that. But, you know, people power trip when they get that type of power over people. And it's really unfortunate. And it's I feel bad for the people of Iran. You know, I know some people agree with wearing the hijab and, you know, being more conservative. But I know um, from friends that I do have over there that it wasn't always like that. It wasn't such a conservative society. It was actually kind of like neck and neck like the U.S. until um, the Isle of Tulsa came in and like changed the laws. But the interesting thing, I would say this, when I was reading up about um, Massa Amimi was they said she was shy. They said she stared away from um, political talk. Uh, they said that she she just wanted to live a normal life, get married and have kids. And it's just nutty. She won't be able to do that because she didn't have something on proper. Like, and, and protesters are being killed. Yeah. And from reports from the actual government reports, there's only said like seven people died, but there's like multiple numbers and you have the people on the protester side saying like 35 roughly people died and most of them being shot or beaten. And these protests uh, started um, on September 17th, which was her funeral. It just basically started then and it's been going on ever since. And sadly, that was her 23rd birthday as well. And as far as how many people are being killed, my friend who is in Iran that I'm talking to said around 40 people has now been killed. And so it escalated a little bit more. It's been escalating. Yeah. Even if you go to TikTok and you look through things, people are talking about it. I mean, it's, it's gotten so bad where they Iran had cut off the internet so people couldn't get the um, story out and speaking that, of the story I'm the, sorry but that, that cutting off internet that's way too much control that's not that, but we know governments they like to spin a narrative and not look like the bad guy because this looks horrible yeah. I mean this looks bad and on top of that the reporter who initially reported on uh, Massa Amimi she's been detained they did a raid at her house and arrested her put her in a solitary confinement and it took her husband basically getting a high official to let him speak to his wife and as as of today uh there is no reason why she's being detained other than she reported the story and it doesn't go with the whole narrative that a 22 year old who had no prior health issues is dead and everyone's trying to you know the government is trying to say that it was because she had heart problems and her family is saying otherwise her parents can't even speak on it um cnn actually did an interview with her uncle and he had to speak because the family they're like you can't say anything about this so pretty much it's just silencing like all the family members and everybody that was involved right and the only reason the uncle's able to speak is because he's technically in afghanistan but you know they're neighboring countries so he's able to talk because he's he doesn't live in iran yeah and he's just able to speak his mind however he feels about the subject without you know worrying about the government knocking down your door right but my thing is who are the people that check those type of police? Because with now, with 
not any like government officials or any higher ups. I mean, you're just going to have a bunch of people tripping over power. I, I was wondering the same thing. Like, is there other police, you know, police, over police the, and the police, like we've yeah. been saying here? Yes. It doesn't seem like for the morality police, it doesn't seem like they have anyone who's over them, who's checking to make sure that they're not, you know, abusing the power. Uh, I did read that the president is launching an investigation, but if it's anything like what's been going on, how they've been saying, you know, she had a heart attack. When you could look at, look, you could look at the picture, you could see her, her lips are uh, swollen, her face is swollen. Like you could see something else happen here. Yeah. So I don't have faith in like, this is going to be, you know, taken serious. Like she, it is, it's, it's sad. It's really sad. And I commend all the uh, youth of Iran who are taking to the streets and even social media to protest this because that's the only way I feel like you can actually make changes you you have to unfortunately you have to riot you have to you have to make your voice heard and they're doing everything to suppress that and they're doing demonstrations even in other countries and cities like london and rome and madrid like it's traveling all over the world and people are you know supporting her and yeah because it's it's basic human rights and like i said i really don't want to touch on the religious aspects but i will say this regarding the hijab if that was the reason she was targeted it's a woman's choice if you look at what it says it's a woman's choice she has she could take on a hijab or she doesn't have to take on a hijab um i think it's unfortunate that you know this is being used against women to target them because i feel like she was targeted for just being a woman and you know getting off a train minding her business but we but speaking of protests we have one here in louisville and i um spoke to a lady she was really nice, and she's not uh, Iranian, but she is married to Iranian, and she was telling me that her husband even told her he didn't want her to really um, be around the culture because of the way it treats women, and she told me she went to a party, she said her husband didn't go, and she said women were on one side and men were on the other. She said she was one of two who didn't wear a hijab. But she said, like, when we were talking, she said, it, you know, it's my choice. And she said her husband never wanted to force her to uh, take on a hijab. And she said she was, like, grateful that he wasn't like, you have to uh, wear one. You need to wear a burqa. She was like, he lets her be her and have her choice and her freedom. And I think every woman, no matter if you're in the U.S., Iran, Japan, you should be able to express yourself how you want to. And it's a basic human right. We're all born free. We... You know, we put these rules and stipulations in the place and and then try to enforce it on other people is just wrong. And this kind of stuff happens to women all around the world, you know, and maybe in different situations, but there's always some way where the government is controlling women. I mean, we were here fighting for um, abortion laws. Yeah. So and it, they're, yeah. they're fighting for, I mean, they're fighting for clothing. The right to not have to wear a hijab, the right to be able to express who they are and how they want to be viewed and seen. I really feel like our generation, I think we're tired of the old rules and the old ways because some of it is just, it's garbage, it's trash, and it needs to be adjusted. And that's why it's important, and I'm going to get off just a little bit, but that's why it's important for us to be involved in politics be involved in voting because we have to navigate the future. We can't keep letting these same old laws just governing us for the rest of our lives and it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't fit with society and the standards of society. 
how do we move forward if we keep on living backwards? And I feel yeah. like the revolution we're going to see in the run, I think, think that's going to be big. Like, I'm talking to my friend. My friend's a younger person. And he's really just, he's sad about it. Like, he's messaging me, and he's asking me to post things and I have in support of the people of Iran. And I just feel like they're fed up just the way we're, we're fed up with, you know, police brutality, you know, this economy just being driven to the ground, struggling all the time. You know, I think we all feel it. We're all in this together. We're all yes, connected we in yes. some way, shape, or form. And that's what we need to understand. So I'm happy we're using our platform because I don't see a lot of Western media really reporting on this, but I'm happy we're using our voices to amplify the message for um, some of the Iranian people who, who feel this way. Also, I'm surprised it took this long for the information to get even out. I mean, they cut off the Internet. Well, yeah, true. Yeah. But usually news travels very quickly. Yeah. But it seems like they suppressed that shit in like 0.5 seconds. Well, you got them telling the family, you can't do this, you can't do that, don't say this, don't talk to nobody. And you see what happened to the reporter for just reporting on that. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's just... Probably more severe crimes that are going to happen after that, too. I mean, they're already killing... They're already killing they're protesters. They're killing protesters, they're killing students. Like... It, it, it's nutty. It's really nutty. And my friend is updating me constantly. And it's like, this is going on. This is going on. I just feel bad for him because I know how that sense of like hopelessness feels. And you want to see change. Because when there's protests going around regarding like when it was Black Lives Matter, I wasn't out there protesting or anything like that. But I felt like I needed to be out there. I wanted to be out there. But my friend... Um, so yeah, so uh, we will keep you posted on what's happening in Iran and... We'll keep you posted on how this goes and to the people of Iran and the youth, especially like we we support you and to the women, we, we support you. It's, it's your decision. And even that says that in the Quran it's your decision to take the hijab if you want to or not. And they just a personal opinion. The morality police, I mean, if you're going to have that, it really needs to be revamped because it just seems awful. It needs to be restricted beyond belief, to be honest. Less power and overall just more strictness. Like, you need to have that shit, like, locked at that point. I, I mean, I agree. I don't even think they should have a thing as morality police. I mean, you are who you are. If you... I mean, just the thing about morality police is kind of like... It's, it seems more like a dictatorship than anything. It and, is. In my, yeah, yeah, especially in my personal opinion... Because it, it just seems like, oh, you have a bunch of people making sure that, you know, this person's doing the quote-unquote right thing or wearing the right stuff or having the right attitude. Th that's pretty much a dictatorship at that point. Yeah, you're controlling every part of who they are. Right. So That's not how society in the 21st century should be functioning. And I don't say that just as, like, an American. I'm saying that as a black American because, like I said earlier, I could definitely relate to their feelings of hopelessness and feeling like, you know, they don't have much of a choice. But I, I think just across the board, authority figures need, it needs to revamp, even here in the U.S. Cause oh, I yeah. I don't want to just be like, oh, you know, around this, around that. No, it, it, it needs to be addressed because there's other countries that I've read other things about with the police or... They, somebody they, to audit the auditors, pretty much. It's mainly because... 
I, I say the police should be always dictated by the people, have a like a board of people that says, okay, this is right, this is wrong. Be, be the people to be the jurors of that situation. Right. Because we have plenty of body cam footage of where you can obviously see somebody's in the wrong. Or you can obviously see, hey, this person's fucked up for doing this. Maybe every police officer in the world needs to wear body cam footage so we know what's happening. One thing before we get we get off of this, they I guess apparently they do have uh, cameras within the um, vans for the morality police. So, quote unquote, the cameras were not working that day. Yeah, that's just an elaborate excuse. They'll work any other day when they're, quote, but right. We, but, but we've heard it over in, in, in this yes, way, yeah. too. I was, I was about to say that it seems like that's always the excuse when it comes to situations like this. Like, even with body cam footage of police in here in the U.S., they were like, oh, I, I didn't turn it on or, oh, it was not working. And that's the same with dash cam footage as well. Whenever some shady shit goes on, uh, goes on, all of a sudden your equipment stops working. Seems like it. Mm-hmm. It, it. It works for years up until that situation. It stops working, and then it'll start working again after that situation's over. It's, it's Brianna Taylor yeah. situation. I mean, we 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 can sit here and name, and the reason we're bringing we can we, name so many individuals that got caught by this. Yeah, and the reason we're we're bringing up things that are happening in the U.S. as well, because this is about Iran and what's going on over there, is just to show that we're you know what's happening over here is no better than what's happening over there. Because I don't want anyone to sit on the high horse like, oh look at them, they're you know three Americans just talking about Iran, and I don't want anyone to gloat because. We have our shit that we need to deal with, too. So don't forget that. And I feel like there's going to be a revolution, like, around the world. And it's going to start with the younger generation because we're, we're just sick and tired of this. Yeah. And it, it's there's going to be some sort of revolution where just everything changes. Well, we need to be running yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, we are, quote, unquote, the future. But, and but yeah, we're, 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 we're the future, but we're somehow still stuck in the past. I mean, look at all the older people who are running it from, who are born in the 50s, 60s and they have that old mentality and they just keep it alive they don't they don't progress they don't progress all they do is make these laws and it's all outdated like the whole abortion argument should have never happened it should always be a woman's choice and just like this this should never have happened because if it was over her hijab that's her business just pour aside say hey you got to fix that while you're on the streets if it was over her wearing some tight pants okay you need to wear a burqa or you need to get off the streets get in taxi whatever it could have been avoided the whole thing is could have been avoided but the whole thing is it's a woman's choice it's no one's choice it's no one's responsibility to govern over what an adult wears or what they think or how they feel about things it's, it's none of our business as long as it doesn't hurt anybody or it doesn't hurt the person it's none of our business it shouldn't have got this far none of this none of these things that have been happening in the last i'll say five years and that includes you the u.s None of the shit should have been happening. None of it. Because it's it's all off of what someone's personal belief is. It's not it's not law. <laughs> it just needs to fall under basic human rights. And I feel like every single country, including us, needs to follow them. Right. So clothing, not a factor. Right. But we'll keep you guys updated. As more information becomes available, we will definitely be in the loop and you know, if one of my friends has something to say about something. We will make sure to update you guys on it. So pray for the world. That's yes. one to leave it on. Pray for the world. Pray that humankind could do better and stop all the stupidity. And rest in peace, Masa Amimi. So this next story has to do with the infamous gender reveal parties that you all have heard about. Um, this one in particular happened in Brazil. This 
couple decided to basically have their gender reveal party at a um, waterfall and they poured in a whole bunch of blue dye into the waterfall and now they are facing basically in, like an investigation to whether that dye that they put in the water is environmentally safe or not. Um, and the biggest concern is that Brazil has been affected by a really bad drought, just like a lot of places around the world. And so their water supply is already low as it is. So they added all this blue dye to this, you know, this waterfall, which feeds into their main water source. So like now they're... So they, they pretty much said, we're having a boy. By the way, everybody else is fucked. <laughs> Yeah, it ba basically, they're like, we're having a boy, but guess what? <laughs> you don't get any water. And it just, it, it gets on my nerves because, like, there are so many gender reveal parties that I've heard about that have gone just way out of hand. I think, I mean, there's simpler ways to do that. Like, I've seen the picture that's been circulating around uh, the internet of this, and it, it's, it's nutty because it's a small town, and... Yeah. They decided to dump a whole bunch of dye in their water supply. I mean, is it really that big of a deal to be like, we're having a boy or a girl? Okay. My thing is, is that like back when my mom was pregnant with me and my brother, like there were no such things as gender reveal parties. This this trend just happened what, within the last five, ten years. And so it's like, wh why, why? Like, you're already gonna have a baby shower later on. Why have an extra little party to announce whether your baby's gonna have a penis or vagina? Like, it just does not make any sense to me. And especially the, the ones that just take it way too far. Cause I've, I've done some research on different uh, gender reveal parties that people have had and there have been deaths. Like, people have died <laughs> at these parties. So, for example, a California couple was charged with manslaughter after their gender reveal party basically sparked a months-long um, fire. I remember oh, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah in um, California, in El Dorado, California. And, um, yeah, that went on for a while back in 2020. So... There's that, and then uh, there were two deaths near the uh, shores of Cancun after, a, like, a single jet engine... Wait. After a single engine plane plunged basically right into the ocean, and the plane was supposed to have a banner announcing the gender of the baby. So... I mean, that couldn't be blamed on a gender refill party, but... But I still, mean, I'm, still, but still, well, why do you need a freaking plane to announce? I mean, if all it's they, a boy or girl. Why, why are these people going so overboard? I'm just tired. I'm just tired of the mystery. Nobody fucking gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> nobody. Like yeah. nobody. Nobody's gonna be like, oh, I was really hoping for a girl. Oh, I was really hoping for a boy. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. It's another person. Yeah. Well, well you know, the parents they care and the family. I can see doing something small, intimate, like. There's ginger reveal cakes that you could get. That's cool and safe yeah. and no one's but, dying. I mean, you can just cut open a cake. If it has blue dye, boy, pink dye, girl. I mean, that's safe. 
But as soon as you get like other people's license involved, yeah, like like that forest fire that I remember, yeah. I remember that was going on for a long time. Yeah. Like that was a, like a weeks or even a month. Like that was going mm-hmm. on, wasn't it? In California, you know, they go through their droughts. And this is all because they were like shooting fireworks up into the air, yeah. and then I, I believe they the, fire. it was like twenty-two thousand acres. Was, yeah, that's yeah. a that's a lot. That yeah. is a lot. And then um, in Iowa, a fifty-six-year-old woman was killed because of a some sort of an explosion. I don't know if they got a whole bunch of fireworks together or what it was, but it was an explosion, and basically the uh, debris hit her and. Feel her right there on the spot. Was she part of the party? Yeah. Yeah, she was part of the party. Fuck. Mm. Goodbye, Grandma. Yeah. I mean, shit. I, I mean, it's not that deep if you really think about it. If, if like, if I had a quote-unquote gender reveal party, which I probably most likely won't, I'll just come out and say, just like, hey, it's a boy or hey, it's a girl. Yeah, right. just like a... I mean, my sister has four kids, and she never did all this. And she's relatively young, so she would be in the age range where this is becoming the trend mm-hmm. and she, we didn't do anything like this hey yeah. i'm having a boy hey i'm having a girl or you wait to the baby shower and then announce it i thought that's what it was for anyways the baby shower was yeah supposed to be part well, of the ginger reveal well technically you should tell them what it's going to be beforehand so they can get the appropriate color for whatever like it like female or male uh blue or pink or whatever it i is. wonder how this shit even started i know See, my mom, she wanted, she, she did not want to know whether I was a boy or girl or if my brother was a boy or girl. She wanted, she didn't want to find out until she actually had us. Now, that's kind of weird. But still, <laughs> it's, it's still, it's still the, up to the person's discretion, really. Yeah. I mean, I mean, hell, you mean, you have like some people that go in there, they get told, hey, you're, uh, you're going to have a girl. And then all of a sudden the boy comes out swinging. I mean, you never know. That happened to, uh, oh my gosh, I want to say it was a cousin, and they had, I think, okay, if memory serves me correct, I'm going to have to ask my mom, but someone thought they were having a girl, and it ended up being a boy, Yeah. and they bought all this stuff, and then they had to take it back. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, ultrasounds are not 100% accurate, so... You could either end up with a mystery box of a child at the end of the day, you know? So it, it's, it's just honestly not that deep. I mean, it's not in, ingrained to our, in, into our culture. I say it's more of uh, something for annoyance for social media views. Just like, hey, my party's better than yours. Yeah. But speaking of ultrasounds and, and stuff like that, but speaking of ultrasounds and everything like that, uh, my mom, you know, like I said, she didn't want to know if me or my brother was going to be a boy or girl. Well, she had to kind of find out that my brother was going to be a boy because um, I think she was about eight to ten weeks into her pregnancy and she was about to have a miscarriage. Um, long story short, everything, you know, turned out fine, but she had to have a whole bunch of ultrasounds and they kind of had to like tell her right then and there whether it was a boy or girl so uh she found out then and then with every ultrasound afterwards 
let's just say my brother was not afraid to show off that he was a boy. Like every ultrasound picture had boom, like right there. <laughs> so like there was like no mistaking that he was going to be a boy because it just, he... Just ever present? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he had him right there. So, um, so yeah, sometimes those ultrasound pictures don't come out quite right. But on story short, it's just, I still, still do not see the whole point in having a gender reveal party. And um, there's another story. Fortunately, the person didn't die, but um, there was a couple that had like a, I think they were in Texas. They had a party where you would throw darts at these balloons and there was confetti in it. And it would, you know, the confetti would basically reveal whether it was a boy or girl. Well, somebody was throwing a dart and missed and then the dart got stuck into <laughs> one of the guests' um, ankles. Ooh. And so she had to be taken to the hospital. And At that know. point, I don't care what the fuck you're having. Yeah, I was like, I got a fucking dart stuck in my ankle. <laughs> I, I, boy, girl, whatever you're having, I don't fucking care. Get this dart. Right. No longer part of the family. <laughs> okay, I have a little bit of an odd one here. Uh, basically, a Maryland couple got convicted of treason recently for hiding Navy secrets in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a, <laughs> that's a different place. Yeah. Like, okay, allegedly, what originally happened was the man was the man was served in the Navy for about 12 years. And he pretty much, he was a smart guy. He was working on nuclear stuff and everything else like that. But he was trying to sell out secrets to a foreign country about the n- nuclear submarines that we have. And he was trying to sell out all the details. Well, he sold out some of the details to a CIA agent originally in exchange for $100,000 worth of cryptocurrency. And they gave him the currency, but little did they know they were talking to a CIA agent and they later got busted when he tried to make a dead drop with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and he had a hard drive right in between the two sandwiches. I mean, that's kind of hard to conceal in a sandwich. Oh my gosh. I mean, how are you explaining your way out of that? I mean, there's no explaining. They already have texts they already have like confirmation they already accepted the money they already agreed upon everything and now they are facing almost a life in prison with a hundred thousand dollar fine well i mean it's treason yeah 100 percent treason i mean you don't want nobody's nuclear secrets to go out especially ours i mean hell our military keeps that shit behind lock and key nobody really knows how it works besides them right right it's just the peanut butter and jelly sandwich that that's what gets me. It's like, okay, I, yeah, I guess it's clever if you're trying to do something. I mean, have you ever seen like an actual hard drive? Those things are humongous. I mean, they have yeah. smaller ones. I mean, they they have the itty bitty ones, but they do because I have yeah, I, a couple. I, like if it's a I'm, laptop, I'm, I'm, th- one. I'm thinking of like a like a thumb drive right now. That's no. that's what I'm think, thinking of too. No, it, it was not a USB. It was just a hard drive, like a really hard drive, like, like probably for something as small as. Uh, our computer over there and yeah and <laughs> okay <laughs> so how big were how big were these sandwiches <laughs> uh probably a normal size sandwich like probably I, I bet you like 10 bucks the metal stick now am, am i the only one who's thinking about the peanut butter and jelly song <laughs> peanut butter jelly peanut butter jelly peanut butter jelly peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat, bat. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as she said that i'm sorry a little bit of trees and hitting into the map <laughs> 
remix. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, as soon as she said that, that popped up in my head. I'm not such a kid. <laughs> like, this is so serious. Well, it, it, it's serious, but it's also very fucking stupid. I know. I mean, I, I don't know why would you try to do that to your country. I mean, I get it. You're going to get money out of it. But at the same time, if your country catches you, it's all over. Game over. Yeah. No more. Or, I mean, if the other country uses that against us, I mean, does it necessarily matter? You have all this money, especially if they decide, oh, we're going to blow them up. I mean, exactly. I mean, unless you're planning to, I mean, if you're going to do this, at least try to do it in a better way where you're not living in the actual state you were trying to commit treason in. I mean, at least Edward Snowden had the right idea, and he fled the fucking country. But yeah, it's it's like I got all this money now. I'm rich, but they're about to bomb our country here in a few minutes. So. But luckily, the CIA caught on, and they were the ones that actually gave him the money. And if if it seems too good to be true, I mean, it's a hundred percent too good to be true. Yeah. Because there's no way you're gonna get in contact with a foreign ministry or any type of foreign foreign political leader with that type of dough. Yeah, and that, that pretty much applies with like everything in life. It, it sounds too good to be true it is i mean i would agree but you know people are greedy and stupid and but here's the thing all the time here's the thing he was not asking for millions he was only asking for hundreds of thousands so the man was not even trying to get rich off of this he was just trying to get like an upper middle class life at the end of it i mean if i was going to sell in my country it would be for some racks yeah, I, mean, yeah. I need a couple of million. I, I I need at least probably like thirty million, and then and also amnesty in any state I go to. Well, any country you mean? Yeah, any country <laughs> because in the states I'm fucked. Right. I'm absolutely fucked. I, I keep on forgetting that. But it, it it I would have to play it like that. But even then, it, would it be really worth it? All my family's here, so yeah. all I can say is um, just use peanut butter and jelly sandwiches as food and not hiding um, secrets and stuff like that. Right, and seeing the peanut butter and jelly. Song. Peanut, well, jelly, peanut, peanut, jelly, peanut, peanut butter jelly, jelly with a baseball, baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> so this segment is our go off segment where we go off on any and everything, whatever we want to go off about. So, AK, what you going off about? Well, um, this is something that I think everybody can relate to um, as far as eating at fast food restaurants. So, have you guys ever ordered something like, say, 10-piece chicken nugget from McDonald's and they only give you one sauce? Yep. Yep. And you're usually the type of person that needs, like, two sauce packets? I need, like, 50. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I need one per nugget. So basically, yeah, that is my go off because I am a sauce person. Whenever I eat chicken, any type of meat, any anything that comes with sauce, I am going to take that sauce. And I absolutely hate it when I order like a 10 piece chicken nugget or just anything that comes in like quite a, like quite a few pieces, not just this one piece of chicken, but you know, 10, 15, whatever. And I'm only given one sauce packet. Like how am I supposed to use just one little sauce? packet for all these chicken nuggets or for all these you know whatever I'm eating and what really gets me is that when you ask for an additional sauce packet or several because like you said he I sometimes need like several packets they give you an attitude they they act like oh my god I get I, I guess so I, I guess I'll give you another sauce pack <laughs> where's the buffalo sauce she, she need yeah she needs buffalo I don't know why she needs more buffalo sauce I don't know <laughs> I mean, here, 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 man. 
here, here's, here's another one. Or they just act like it's coming out of their paycheck. Like, oh God, here's, here's another five bucks coming out of my paycheck because you want another fucking sauce packet, God damn it. Here's the thing. Why be so fucking stingy over the damn sauces? My, yeah. My ass will be over there giving fistfuls to motherfuckers. Like, here you go. I know, because I'm, I'm thinking, okay, I like a lot of sauce with my stuff, so I'm going to be generous and assume that they want sauce with their stuff. Like, I would... I think people just need to be logical when they're working uh, fast food or a restaurant. And it comes to giving condiments out, whether it's barbecue sauce, ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, at least two bare minimum. At least two yeah. for a 10 piece McNugget. <clears throat> at least give me two sauces so I can stretch it. Cause I, cause I, cause I've had that issue when I, I like a uh, Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich and they're, they're, that's a pretty big uh, sandwich Yeah. and they give you one and it baffles the hell out of me. Cause I'm like, well, I have two sandwiches. At least give me two sauce packets per sandwich. So I, I feel you. And then they cock that attitude. Yeah. Like, like, oh my God, I can't believe you want extra sauce or, or this one. It's, it's, it's 35 cents extra. Okay. 35 cents. Put it in a bag. I don't care. I, I just want need more sauce yeah. because like things like McDonald's ketchup to me it tastes different and I like yeah. the taste of it when I'm eating a McDonald's burger from you know I could always go home and put more <clears throat> ketchup on there but it's like a taste difference I don't know if it's because it's warm and I usually have my uh, ketchup cold but the, no it's, I, I, it's, a, it's a difference there is <clears throat> and um like with my fries I usually don't eat um, I don't have ketchup with my fries but every now and again I will but even like if I order a small fry. I need more than one or two packets of ketchup because those packets are small as hell. Like, how can I, how, like, if I'm craving ketchup, I want, yeah. I want ketchup, not just like a little, little teeny tiny drop per Especially if fry. you're ordering like a large fry. Yeah. If you got a fry and a burger, give me at least five packets. I mean, have, have you guys even noticed this? Have you get, do you guys remember like the self-serve ketchup and mustard stands that would have at McDonald's or yes. any fast food restaurants? They, they, they've done with, they got, with yeah. They got rid of those. I was just sitting there like, that shit was the shit. You, you dictate how much you want. Well, I, I think like at Arby's because they had like four or five different sauces. I think it's partly because of like COVID and I know like they had a... Uh, this was happening like, like way before COVID. Yeah. Mm. And they've been stingy way before COVID. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. The only place you know what is generous, I would say, is Taco Bell. Because I say I want fire they it, will throw fistfuls in there. I love it. It's hit or miss for me when it comes to Taco Bell. Sometimes they'll give me a lot of sauce. Sometimes they'll give me one or two packets and it's like, I am a big fan of spicy food so like i am going to get the diablo sauce and i want more than one fucking packet i want three or four fucking packets per taco and see i they, never they, had that issue that's weird like never had that issue like i said it, it, it's hit or miss but like when it's a miss it's like why why one packet for all these talk why like like you said just use your use your brain use logic you know? right 10 piece two sauces uh, yeah two, 20, two give me four two, two sauces minimum yeah that should that should be be it but I'm, I'm one of those people if you tell me it costs extra to get the sauce i'm gonna pay the extra i'm not gonna argue yeah. with you and fight with you because i understand maybe it's corporate's policy where you know you you have to charge after so many sauces or whatever whatever just give me my damn sauce yeah like i'm willing to pay for it too but they also seem to give an attitude when charging you they're like <sighs> Okay, it'd be 35 cents. God damn it. I fucking hate my job. Like, 
just don't cock an attitude. Just give me the sauce. God. I mean, that's what, like, most fast food, like, especially this rallies. That rallies. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. You, you both know what I'm talking about. Yes. That rallies. Yes, that rallies. Yeah. It's just like, oh, my God, we don't have it. They or, oh, it. my God, why you ask for a burger at a burger place? Holy fucking shit. Yeah. yeah. I, I will never forget when I tried to go to that rallies around uh, like 11 o'clock with a, a co-worker after work. And it, it was just like from the very start of the order, they were rude. We didn't end up even getting anything because I'm like, if your attitude is like that, I don't trust you with my food. So we went ahead and went to, I think we went to like Taco Bell or something like that. But, but yeah, I don't, I don't, people are, are weird. I mean, I don't understand fast food places. Like, why, like, you're, I understand you're miserable there because you're underpaid and, you know, you're not getting shit and you're underappreciated. But if people are nice to you, you'd be nice back. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not rude. I, I, if anything, I'm not assertive enough. I'm not, you know, I, if they get my order wrong, depending on how badly they get it wrong, I'm, I might be like, you know what? I ordered a medium and they gave me a small, odd, whatever. Nah, it, but it, it's, it's like, just be kind, be courteous, and don't give an attitude. Don't be like, you want a soda? You want a soda with your... I don't want to feel... That's too much work. I, I mean, even though it's all automated. Yeah. Like, literally, you don't have to touch a soda. It's all automated. Yeah. You just but, press but, one mean, button. They, they, some of them just act like everything you ask for is such a, a big deal. Right, right. Okay. So, I have a, a go-off, and it's funny because it's customer service. So, I went to Michigan recently to uh, help out my mom visit, and I wanted to bring back some wine for my friends. And when I say wine, I mean, like, Michigan local wine. So, I have a friend, he's Persian, and he likes very, you could say, tart or bitter wines. And I go to a store, and I ask for help. And the guy comes to me first. He's, I'm like, you know, I have a friend. He likes bitter wine. He cocks the attitude. He cocks the attitude like right away. And he's like, that's not a wine definition. I said, okay. So, do you have anything that's kind of tart? That's not a wine expert. I'm like, okay, whatever. Then he proceeds to tell me, how, well, he proceeds to ask me, how much are you spending? What is your price point? And I'm like, I don't have a price point. And like, I've spent like $80 on wine for Christmas for my friends. So if it would have cost 150 dollars and i wanted to spend that that's what would it would have been that it would have been it was whatever so i'm just like kind of if you work retail first of all don't be a fucking dick like there was no reason because you lost a customer because i didn't buy anything and don't judge a book by its cover and i'm not saying with race and no i wasn't dressed tacky or anything in there it was dressed very nicely but don't come with that stupid energy of how much because I hate when I go to jewelry stores and they do that stuff too. How 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 much? Where you look, what's your price point? I mean, I get it. But if I'm asking to look at a particular ring or I'm asking about, you know, sterling silver or if I'm asking about wine, show me the good shit. And then I could be like, oh, well, maybe this isn't in my budget, but do you have something around? Give me the opportunity to do that. Because yeah, I've had experiences even with my dad going to a, a leather store he's going to buy a leather coat and we walk in and people left and right are getting helped and we're just kind of standing there and it's just kind of like you know we're we're not just bummy or anything but it, i think it's the whole notion of oh they probably just looking and they don't have no money so we're not even gonna like try to help and it's funny because i like at the jewelry store when the guy oh here's the clearance section I ain't asked for fucking clearance. I know how to say, hey, do y'all have a clearance? What's on clearance? I know how yeah. to say those things. Let the customer say, 
or ask, you know, hey, what, what do you have on sale? What's on clearance? Don't assume that all they can afford is clearance. Right. When I worked at Joann's, like, I would direct people to the expensive stuff. I would show you that first. And then usually they'll go, oh, that's a little bit out of my price range. Okay, we have other selections. Let me show you that. I mean, that's how you, when I worked retail, that's how you, how you would do it. You would show the expensive stuff and then they would work their way down if that's what they needed to do or they would buy it and be like, thank you. And I, and I made like a lot of sales doing that, especially when I worked at uh, Sears and I was doing commission work. I made sales because I'm not going to show you the cheap shit. Like why? Like you might, I don't know. And you, you never know how many millionaires you're passing by or you're judging because from my personal experiences, like millionaires don't flash the way these uh, celebrities do. Is is not that like they have <laughs> they have a lot of money and you would never be able to know. So I learned very early on, you just treat people like people and like how you want to be treated. But that's <laughs> that's my goal off. It's just like I get tired of like going places and people looking at me like I can't afford shit or I want the clearance or I want the cheapest. Like show me the good shit. Treat me like you would treat someone who's dressed you know in a suit and I guess talk more proper or, or it's somebody that is famous on instagram that everybody thinks is rich and be broke as hell yeah but yeah that, that's my goal off we go like to give a special shout out to the creative re-up podcast uh if you are a creative you're starting a podcast or you're doing anything definitely give them a listen because they have a lot of good advice and even do like a music review they did a good one with beyonce's album and i really enjoyed it and I've definitely taken some of the tips and advice that they've given out and it's free and it's good too. And it's so hard to find like good, genuine content that really encourages and uplifts people. And I feel like with their platform and what they're doing with that podcast, I definitely feel like people should go and check it out. Yes. Yeah, so don't just listen to us, but listen to them too. They're great. And they have, like B-Rye said, plenty of advice, plenty of creative content. So give them a listen. And we appreciate it. Yep. Thank you for tuning in to Listen Up with B. Rye, A.K. and E to the B. Now, would you guys kindly follow us on Twitter and also TikTok and any other social media platform you find us. And we're also on YouTube as well if you guys want to find us there as well. And keep the conversation going. Yes, and just keep listening in to Listen Up. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on many different platforms. So please listen and tell your family, your friends, neighbors, cats, dogs, <laughs> strangers, the, the one weird creepy guy at the end of the street. Just tell everybody that you know and just keep listening up. Bye! Bye.